You're listening to the Superpower Up Podcast with your superpower experts. This is the place where we explore real-life superpowers and give you the tools to unlock your own. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert, and I have a really, really fun conversation for you today. So we're going to talk today with Melissa Seaman. She's a Stanford-educated business lawyer. And I love this part, right? This, this is like, oh, you know, who, whose superpowers came online with the birth of her daughter. So I don't know how many of you know that I could absolutely relate to that conversation. Um, but she's an intuitive business strategist. And I'm really, really excited about that because I see a giant need in the, you know, kind of change agent arena um, with regard to business strategy. You know, most of the business strategy pieces still exist in some lower frequencies and some kind of confined boxes and, and, and taking pieces of that that are valuable to create hybrid models or to create models that are in alignment for change agents and, and the frequency they're sitting at is really quite an art. And so we, we, we are desperately in need and more and more people who can kind of step into this space. So we're going to be talking with her today about Intuit Business Genius, um, which I love because it's got this whole genius component. We really do have to get down to the nuts and bolts about business because it's got to be profitable, it's got to be sustainable and scalable and all those fun um, keywords there. But, um, but that intuition piece and how do you intuit that is, is super crucial also. So uh, as you can tell, I'm very excited about this conversation. So please join me in welcoming Melissa to the show. Welcome, Melissa. Hi, Tonya. Hi, everybody. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, fantastic. Well, we are so happy to have you. So let's start in and ask, what are your superpowers? Oh, my superpowers that, as you mentioned, came on with the birth of my daughter include really seeing uh, people's business strategists, uh, business strategists, their soul strategists, <laughs> and connecting those with their business. So um, for me, my superpowers came on so suddenly and they were such a surprise. I was someone who didn't really believe in superpowers that when it began, I saw so much of where people had been, what they'd experienced, what was guiding them, where they were going, that it was, it was actually quite overwhelming to have that much sensory knowing and seeing right up front. <laughs> My superpowers then developed because, as you know, they come on and they come on strong sometimes. And then I developed other sort of worldly superpowers to make sure that this crazy, wild, intense new superpowers that I was experiencing could be grounded and utilized in a way that um, that lifted me up in life and made sense to me and that I could navigate. So I feel like the secondary superpowers were the ones that developed to help me manage and utilize and further develop my um, my otherworldly superpowers. Mm, beautiful. So I know exactly what you're talking about. It, it, <laughs> and it's, you know, it's not surprising to me at all, but let's, let's break this down a little bit. So let's talk about what were the, let's start with the weird, wacky, wild ones first. Mm -hmm. Like what were, what were the ones that were like, Oh my gosh, this is a thing. Like how did, how did those, not necessarily how did they come online, but what were they? Well, after Clarice's birth, I started having visions I had visions um, all day, every day that I could tell that they weren't quote unquote in the real world. They were in my imagination, but they were so strong. They were really like visitations, um, often from beings of intelligence that looked to me rather 
like something from a movie. You know, there were indigenous looking wise people showing up in my visions. There were um, tall beings of light that showed up in my visions and they, they all had useful things to say. And that's what surprised me, I guess, is that they were wise um, energies that were speaking to me through these, uh, through these appearances and through these voices and giving me information that I wouldn't have otherwise known, uh, giving me information about other people in my life to help and support them, showing me ways to see through dimensional layers, what I now see as dimensional layers, to um, see energy moving that I couldn't previously see. It was a lot, quite frankly. It was a lot of different things. I started to understand that the angels and saints that I'd been relating to as a Catholic were also these huge wise energies that had um, that had gifts that were really way outside the box of what I'd known to be possible before. And so I was called upon to during those during those early times, I I would walk up to people. For example, once I was pushing my new baby in the stroller at the mall, and as I looked around at all these other women walking around in the mall, I could see, oh, it looks like she was assaulted when she was four. Oh, she was abused by her parents. Oh, and I just thought this is insane. You know, this feels crazy, and yet it feels relaxed and certain. And so during those easy the, those early times, I would actually check in with people. And it, now it feels almost a little embarrassing to admit I would walk up to a stranger and say, "Excuse me, <laughs> you know, I have this ability to see things. Would it be okay if I tuned in with you on or asked you about something?" I mean, it was so awkward, you know, because here I had been a lawyer, and to see so much of people's private business seemed a little um, wacky to me. Uh, but when I checked in, it would always end with her crying or thank you so much for seeing me and no one ever knew that. And, uh, you know, and then I could help also energetically move things through or release things from people. Um, so, yeah, that kind of thing. Now, as a lawyer, as and as, I don't know, a person of the world, a business person, I very quickly within a month or two, I created my own boundaries so that I wasn't just seeing everybody's stuff all the time. Um, you know, now I've created these strategies inside myself with my intuition to um, be able to hold that and focus that superpower when it's called for and not just kind of broadcast it constantly so that I wouldn't feel overwhelmed all the time. And so that I wouldn't feel like I was breaching people's confidentiality by knowing their deepest, darkest secrets all the time. I love it. I love that you came from the legal profession. You're talking about confidentiality. I came from counter intel mm -hmm. and had classified information. And it's like, it, it, that, you know, that's a really good depiction of what my experience was. Although the, one of the differentiating pieces is that I, I never felt like I had to um, do anything like to like... Mm slow it down or anything like I felt like it just did that on its own naturally and mm. so for those of you listening like you may feel called to say okay this is too much like for me it's like there was it was way too much but there was something in me that just kind of knew or at least my messaging was mm. ride this out like like that it would it would you'd eventually find stasis you know and um 
and for me, that was kind of the onslaught and how I handled it. But, every, nice. but that, that's really the only differentiator because everything else uh-huh. is like, yep, 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 <laughs> yep, yep. And it's like, how do you freaking explain this stuff? And I was just kind yeah. of, you know, I think it, it's fantastic that I had no knowing of any of it. Like I, I wasn't trained in it. I didn't study it. Like I had never mm. heard about it before. I didn't even know it was possible. And it's like mm. the similarities and the stories are so fantastic. Um, and, I, and I hear this, like that's that kind of awakening piece. And actually that's something my husband and I were just joking about this morning is, is like, you know, people think the awakening piece is like, oh, and I'm like, and I just laugh. I'm like, uh, that's just the first step. Like, oh my gosh, like, let me just tell you, um, yeah. you know, and the, the, the journeying, the, the hard work, if you will, the integration piece comes after that. And so, yeah. you know, given that you gave voice to, okay, so, so you had these amazing whatnot, like, okay, now mm-hmm. you can fly and whatever, you know, and, and there it is. But you know, that, that practical kind of grounded piece of you, um, which is also a trait that I see in a lot of change agents that most of them have very practical, mm-hmm. um, grounded, rooted, conservative upbringings. Um, you know, and I tell people like, would you have gone back and picked up that piece? Like, mm-hmm. like, like if I had started in the woo woo, I don't think you were going to do anything to convince me right. to go the opposite direction. And mm-hmm. so of course now you're like, okay, how do I balance all of this? Like, where do I what am I doing with it? Where do I take it? And so that led you, as you said, to developing more, um, I don't know, practical superpowers. I don't even know if that's a thing, but, but so what was that piece of the process for, or like for you? Well, it was just that first, um, year or so where I was really adapting internally, um, and creating systems to hold myself through that, uh, it was, it was internal. And like you, I hadn't, I hadn't studied this stuff. You know, I didn't know I hadn't read whatever Pleiadian books and stuff, you know, and, and yet um, I was meeting more and more people who were, had a lot of superpowers and, um, and they would say, oh yeah, you know, we call that blah, 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 blah. Or, oh, you're doing shamanic journeying. And I was like, oh, there's you're like what for this stuff. <laughs> Fantastic. And so part of it was just creating my own lexicon and my own systems. Um, and, and I did learn to do things like uh, direct channeling um, information and um, channeling courses, you know, channeling retreats for people, channeling mostly the ancient temple arts, um, the feminine temple arts were what came through me first. And, and I was, and I just let that come through and people started to assemble um, who were very spiritually oriented. Um, and, and I did that for some years and I even went and lived, I lived at Harbin hot springs, which is like a hippie community resort out of hot springs. And I just went full on woo for a while, you know, I just like dove in and, and healed a lot of things. And, and eventually after, um, well, within a few years, I was also doing a lot of business again, um, but for other people's businesses and, and developing a um, $15 million redevelopment project down the road from Harbin and getting back into business, basically. And at a certain level, at a certain point, um, right around 2012, everything shifted. The land project I'd been working with uh, closed was, was, um, 
foreclosed on after the whole 2008 collapse. It didn't, you know, we just didn't make it. My marriage fell apart and I kind of went crawling back to San Diego and realized, wow, you know, I've been, I've been kind of hiding in the forest with my new woo skills, practicing my magic with other magicians. And I need to get into the world. Like I, I need to, I need to bridge fully back into the world in a way where these gifts can be supported and really fully leveraged in a world that really needs that level of integration. I, I just, it's almost like a, I had a second awakening, you know, but it was a pragmatic one of, hey, you know, time to be in the world again. And that was when I really made myself available and as a business strategist uh, for other people who were awakening or had this sort of, you know, experience of awakening superpowers, um, realizing that there are so many professionals with, you know, very intellectual backgrounds, with very strong intellects, with very reasonable, pragmatic minds who are accidentally awakening. <laughs> to their superpowers and <laughs> like oops <laughs> yeah like holy moly and yeah and what so many of us yeah activate these um these powers which i also call our genius you know mm-hmm. our ability to channel through our ultimate genius in our own unique way to also make that available in the marketplace and in creating new systems and adapting the world of business and um, making sure that these change agents, as you call us, which I love, um, mm-hmm. have everything they need, including the support from someone who's been who's been walking in both worlds for a while, and who who's on the other side of knowing that that's safe, that it's actually mm-hmm. super fun, um, that it can be very profitable and prosperous, and more importantly, that it can have an impact of deep meaning in the world Mm. provide a lot of fulfillment and change. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, so much goodness in that. I'm I'm excited to to reconvene after the break. Before we go to break, where can people go to find out more about you? Well, I like to help people along the journey of discovering what their true genius is that they channel. And the first step of that is my soul gift quiz. So I would encourage people to go check out soulgiftquiz.com. S-O-U-L, of course. And it's just a little eight-question quiz, but it really nails people at their deepest gift. And it begins a journey of asking, what am I really here for? And uh, what am I best at? And what can I do that nobody else can do? Mm, Brilliant. Well, thank you so much. We've been talking today with Melissa Seaman about Intuit Business Genius. And when we come back from this break, we're going to really dive into that kind of practical application, what I call coming down off the mountain. Um, Melissa referred to it as, you know, going back into the world. Um, So many similarities in that journey. And I know many, many, many of you are facing um, 
some of the same stuff. And so when we come back, we're going to dive more fully into that. Stick with us. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Awesome. You're listening to the Superpower Podcast. We're talking today with Melissa Seaman about Intuit Business Genius. So before the break, Melissa, we were uncovering and unveiling like some amazing aspects of that journey that, um, you know, in my opinion, speaks wholeheartedly to our audience because we, we do tend to attract the folks who, you know, have those accidental awakenings and aren't real sure what mm-hmm. to do with them and um, don't really know how it fits in. Like, how do you marry up being an attorney with these amazing gifts? And, and then what the heck do you do with them? And I love that you gave voice to the healing that occurred for you as you willingly dove in. You know, for me, I describe it as play. Like I really had to make the choice to play and to say, you know what, I'm going to go like full force and just trust that I was so grounded and so rooted that I was never going to just go flying off, you know, that, that I, that I did have some very practical kind of base um, that, that, that was home for me and, 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 and allowing myself to play with that. But, but that's a big fear for people. Like, what will people think and what will happen? And am I going to go crazy? And I mean, we know too many mm-hmm. stories of people who their gifts opened up in a big way and they weren't supported and they didn't know mm-hmm. how to bring those back and, um, you know, led to mental illness or, or, or death even. And so mm-hmm. how do we, you know, what, what advice do you have for people who kind of find themselves in a space of wondering if they're crazy and, and mm-hmm. how to reconcile this when perhaps even their spouses are looking at them like they're nuts. Yeah, I, it's, it can be a scary transition for sure. And um, the first thing that I help focus people with is just to devote themselves to what's in the highest good. Um, my experience when things opened up like that, and, and since then, of course, I've you know worked with over a thousand people who are also opening up in this way all over the place. And and what I notice is there's an immediate benefit and, and blessing, I would say, when as these things open up, you just really choose to be a good guy, you know, and you talk about superpowers and um, my, my belief and my experience says, hey, okay, if I've got superpowers, then I really want to devote myself fully to what's in the absolute highest good. And that means... I choose not to use my superpowers just for whatever I kind of want in this minute because I don't know what kind of damage that could create elsewhere. I don't know. You know, I'm not moving from the highest wisdom when I just do whatever I selfishly want. So devoting my superpowers and my abilities and my intellect to the service of what's in the highest good for all people, um, in my mind, is one of the smartest things you can do right away. Uh, because then you're not calling in the same level of mischievous energy or troublesome energy or things that people are often scared of being uh, 
influenced by. You're really aligning yourself with what's in the highest. And that's, that's the number one thing. And then the number two thing is to begin asking and being willing to know what you're really here for with this stuff. So there is a reason in my mind why we are, why this gift gets unwrapped. Sometimes in the middle of life, you know, in the middle of a person's lifetime, some people grow up, you know, with it. But but many of us, it's a pop. It's an awakening at some point in the middle of our life. And I think it's I think it's a great question to ask why. What is the purpose for this? What is the timing for this? In other words, to put it in a framework of service and and relation to the rest of the world so that we're making it of use, we're making it relevant, we're making it a pragmatic gift that can be leveraged in real life ways so that so that we don't just spin off completely and get just really distracted and lost in the in the uh shamanic party tricks as i like to call it (laughs) i love it well it's so funny you're so sweet and gentle and loving with all this i'm like look if you don't commit to using your superpowers for good one they're not going to come online in a real Mm -hmm. reliable and consistent way but two you're Mm going to do damage to other people and to yourself Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. knock that off and then two you um you know it's not about you like suck it up like you're here to do something in the world get to work you know you're just like well i think it's really great to be like (laughs) i love it it's like okay everybody if you want hand holding and lovingness go to melissa (laughs) 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 because i'm not gonna do that for you but it's but i think it's i I love that and the reason i'm kind of jokingly bringing that up is because I do know a lot of people, that they, they hear you talking, they hear me talking, and they kind of want to throw their hands up and be like, well, what's the point? They're doing it. I don't need to do it. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Can I just tell you how many people need assistance right now? Like, mm-hmm. there is not a, a lack of market out there. And, and I think a lot of times, and this goes into the intuitive business strategy piece, I think a lot of times we look around and we forget that our peers are not our market. And we get disgruntled because it's like, well, you know, this person doesn't agree with me on this. And this person says things a different way. And it's like, awesome. Gather mm-hmm. together, support each other, love each other, and then go into the world and do your work. And, and that's a big part of Superpower Experts' mission is to help people know you are supported, you are loved. No, nobody can do what you do and nobody can walk mm-hmm. the path that you walk on. However, we can certainly walk beside you. Mm-hmm. You know, you can certainly see other ways and we can share tips and tricks and we can kind of band together and we can, you know, help heal each other's wounds when, when mm-hmm. the big bad world is tough, you know, and then come back and you get refueled energetically and then go back out in the world even further, you know, and deeper. Um, and I think it's easy for entrepreneurs who are trying to develop businesses around this concept to look out and be like, well, this person's doing this and, and good Lord, you know, don't pay attention to social media, you know, because you'll feel like you're just, you know, kind of swimming in these really muddy waters. But, mm-hmm. but what we forget is that, you know, I like to tell people 99% of the population is not having these conversations, right. you know, and they're they awakening right. and they're, you know, and they're, they're waking up all alone. It's like the matrix, like, what do I do here? You know, what's going right. on? And, and they need assistance and they, and some of them, a very specific niche of them need your assistance in your way and your lexicon, like you, like you gave voice to. And mm-hmm. so, so kind of tongue in cheek, I was pointing out the difference, the difference okay. between us, but I think it's important to talk about that. So how, how do you work mm-hmm. with clients when, 
one, it's like, okay, everybody's doing the same freaking thing. And, and I really do believe that like we're all working toward the same goal. Um, so how do you help people kind of differentiate themselves without overemphasizing or moving into that kind of ego personality separateness component? Well, I've developed a system that really helps people determine what's their soul gift, like whether they're a creator, a trander, a lot of our people are trenders, a messenger, which of course you and I are, a researcher or explorer, because right away when they know what their soul gift is, they know what what they're going to be happy doing, um, and they're going to be able to identify if they've been placed through their, how they were parented, how they're educated in some role that doesn't really fit them. And so from that place, then we can look at, okay, now that you know what your soul gift is, what is it that you're really here for? What are the themes that keep coming up through your life um, that just keep coming up over and over like, like a repetitive grad school that have made you specifically qualified to work with certain issues and themes um, that, that people experience. And between those two things, it starts to become much clearer what that person's role, the role is here. And it seems when playing our right, um, everything goes easier. You know, when we're in alignment, when we're coming from our own soul's gift, uh, everything flows. And when we're still trying to pretend that we're something different just because we went to school for that, or just because that's what our parents wanted us to be, or that's what our spouse thought they married, or that's what you know, we always thought we should do, uh, it's a struggle. So that's the first, the first step, you know, is to really identify, wow, yeah, I am special, actually. And I may be special in a way that I haven't yet given myself credit for or allowed myself to explore. So let's just get honest about that and focus where, where it's going to be easy. So, I mean, that's why I'm the soul gift and everything that follows it for people so that they identify that, that unique quality they have, as you say, that's um, always going to be right for us. And so there's always going to be a perfect well, and there seems to be this real settling in time of differentiating between our kind of the 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 spiritual gifts, the the mm-hmm. full package, where people struggle with the messaging, the branding. And I think yeah. I, I really encourage people to kind of flip flop those. And it's like go mm-hmm. be of service first, because in mm-hmm. that you know, you talk about accidental awakenings. Well, I was an accidental coach. It was like, what? Like, no. And I was not just accidental, but super resistant. Like, no, I'm not helping you in this way. Like I'm a due diligence professional. We do corporate counterintelligence, you know? And it's like, I just couldn't wrap my mind around. It was like, like it was Mm. felt so gross and icky on me, but it was undeniable because people kept referring and it was like, (laughs) wait, All of a sudden, now I have this coaching (laughs) practice, and it was like, "Oh Lord, what did I do?" Mm -hmm. And um, but but it was through that I wasn't looking to build a business around it, and so Mm -hmm. the messaging came that it was clear, and it was like, "Oh wow, there's this, there's these kind of patterns like you were talking about. There's there's things that happen over and over and over again with different clients, and Mm -hmm. so 
I knew all of that before I ever said, okay, do, am I doing this? Like, is there a mm-hmm. business? Around? And then of mm-hmm. course the messaging around superpowers and everything came through pretty clearly, but yeah. it, but it wasn't, you know, I, I did a period of the, what's my message and why am I different? Mm-hmm. And, da, 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 da. And, and someone gave me the biggest gift ever. And she, you know, I was looking at her like with this desk, like I was oozing desperation <laughs> off of me, like, what is my message? Just tell me. And she's uh-huh. like, uh, that's between you and God, like go figure it out. And I'm like, mm. what? And, and had she been a different person in that moment, I would have said, you know, and, and been like, well, let me channel that for you and tell me, tell you what your message is. I would have taken mm-hmm. it and ran with it, you know? Mm-hmm. But it wasn't, you know, she gave me such a gift because she's like, and, and it's always been that way for me. Like, mm-hmm. no, go figure it out. You have to synthesize this stuff on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I don't think that that's true for everyone because certainly information comes forward in the synergy between us and everything else. Mm-hmm. But, um, but it was such a powerful moment because I, I realized she, she gave me the gift of re- helping me realize that I already knew. Mm-hmm. And I just wasn't, I was afraid to admit it, I think you know, really. Yeah, I think anytime, even uh, when we channel to someone, I feel when I'm when I'm channeling to someone, and I do that work a lot. I'll just channel to them and and make it clear from their soul strategist. Look, this is what you're here for. This is what you're really. Here's who you're here for. Here's what you're not here for. Here would be a couple of options for niches. Here's a couple of options for how you might do business in the world. Like I can just download all that stuff really fast. But the experience of the person receiving is, oh, right. Oh, duh. Oh, yeah. You know, it's not like, what? Really? This is me? I would never have guessed. It's like, it should always land. Psychic or intuitive information should always land with a big, oh, yeah, or no, duh. In my mind, it shouldn't land like like a surprise. I think it should also land with the experience of the receiver feeling bigger, not smaller. So this, I always tell people that they ask me, well, how do I know I'm getting real, uh, you know, quality, intuitive channeled guidance? And I say, well, did it make you feel smaller or bigger after? And they'll often say, well, I kind of felt smaller. Like I needed to come back and get another session with this person. <laughs> they had to tell me my stuff. And I said, oh, well, then that, that's not it. And, or if they say, oh, I felt yeah. bigger. Like she just nailed me. She was so right on. She told me things that nobody had ever said out loud, but I've always known. She really nailed the right words. That's what, you know, that's when that kind of um, service, I think, can be super helpful. It can be very accelerating, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. Struggle, you know. Well, and I, th- I think that's the component is is that's that intuitive strategy piece, and and folks, so many of us are needing that. Like like the same process that you use for your own personal growth and what Melissa's talking about has to be applied to your business. If you look at your business as right. a bit as its own entity, like it's going to go through the same journeying you mm-hmm. went through. And you have to allow it the space to do that, but also give it the right tools. And, and where you talk about kind of big and small, I talk about the concepts of constriction and expansion. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's always a phenomenal test. Now, with the caveat, of course, that sometimes we meet up against our own resistance mm-hmm. and, um, you know, want to hyper-intellectualize it or uh, rationalize it away. But, you know, that, and that's just kind of attuning yourself to being able to feel the difference. Um, and I think different people, you know, everybody kind of wears that a little bit differently, but I love the idea of, you know, how did it feel? And, and, and I call them kind of like the eek moments, you know, it's like, 
Like it, it was expansive, and then it was like, oh crap, no! Like, yeah, that's second. a different thing. Like, oh no, I don't have any more excuses. I do get that a lot yeah. after a session with me. People are like, oh crap, where did uh, all yeah. my excuses just go? Well, and, and you know, I'll share a little tip that I've been doing is after every kind of session like that, I'll encourage people to do a little video to themselves because I'll say, look, in the next half hour to three hours, you're going to want to start doubting this. A piece of you is going to jump forward and tell you this didn't happen or it didn't happen the way that you felt it. And truthfully, you're the only person you're going to believe. And I have people come back and say, oh my gosh, I watched that video a hundred times. And I'm like, keep it or send it to me if you want. And I'll send it back to you in a couple of weeks. Like I don't, I don't, whatever you need to do, but keep it on your phone and then go back to it because that piece of you will do everything in its power to pull you back into those frequencies of fear and to, you know, kind of promote its own livelihood. And so you have to really, you know, that, that, that's a trick that, that I was gifted with that felt like, um, anyway, it just felt like. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're welcome to it. I think that it's important to let people know what they might come up against with it. Um, yeah. And, and it, it, it's a real, that resistance becomes a very real concrete thing that, that we have to persevere through. Yeah, um, Melissa, sure. this has been such a delightful conversation. I'm Aww. so grateful that you came on the show today and um, chose to share some time and space with me. Thank you. Thanks, Tonya. It's been fantastic. Beautiful. Let's remind folks again where they can go to find out more about you. Yeah, please. You're invited to come and take the Soul Gift Quiz at soulgiftquiz.com, S-O-U-L giftquiz.com. Beautiful. And thank you so much. And I just really appreciate knowing that you're out there doing the really, really important work that you're doing in the world. Um, Folks, if you take nothing else from this conversation, make sure that you are being responsible to the the gift and the vision that you've been given and and holding that in its highest frequency and, and seeking out the people who can really assist you from that place. Um, you know, don't bastardize it by, by trying to overlay it with, with lower frequency or, or constructs that don't work or, or any of that other stuff. Um, it, it's just not worth it and it won't work anyway. So, you know, we'll save you some time, like <laughs> let you know that it's not going to happen. So, so apply that intuition to all aspects, including business. It can be done um, and, and it needs to be done when you're carrying that kind of a gift. Um, so, Melissa, thank you for the work that you do in the world. Thank you so much for all you're doing, Tonya. It's so beautiful. Oh, awesome. Thank you. And to all of you out there, we really appreciate your loyalty and we thank you for listening. Until next time, go out, uncover your superpowers, and change the world. Take care, everyone. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and discover your superpowers today.